in brightest day, in blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's life. Pretty cool, huh? Hi, everybody. I'm Chad Bokelman. I'm Mark Marble. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 192. SDCC 2014 Special Edition. For life! <laughs> so, San Diego Comic Con has just wrapped up as we are recording this. This is mon- the Monday after. No, Tuesday after. Good God. <laughs> it's close enough. The Tuesday after uh, San Diego 2014. And Mark and I wanted to take some time out and just talk about some of the stuff that interested us coming out of San Diego. Um, Just to be, you know, semi-timely and, uh, you know, just talk about some good stuff before we get into some more issue reviews. Um, So, first things first, where where do we want to start? What do you want to do? Um, That's a good question. Uh, I would say... Oh, I, I, there's either two choices. Either we go, we delve into the movie stuff, which I think there's more of, or you're more into the TV stuff, certainly related to Arrow and things like in the Flash and things like that. So if you want, so it, it's up to you. Whatever you, what do you feel like you put? I'm, I'm pretty easy, my friend. So whatever you, what do you think? You hear that, guys? Mark is easy. I see. I was waiting to see if you were gonna say. This. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, as far as the TV news goes, um, okay, let's let's kind of break it down one by one. Was there any Game of Thrones news that you're aware of? There was. There the the there was there was cast announcements, right? Right. There was cast. There was there was casting news, and there was a blooper reel, which I didn't think was that funny. But there was yeah, there were there were some cast there were some casting announcements, and most most of which you know we people we don't know. Other than what Jonathan Price, right. um, but so there'll be a there'll be <laughs> there'll be a whole lot of uh, Martells and uh, relatives thereof, obviously coming in in season five. Right. Um, how about uh, animated series stuff? Is there? I mean, I, I heard about this Legend of Korra thing, which I have no interest in, or have never even heard of until this point. Is that something that you were interested in, or? No, as far as I don't, I'm trying to think if there was any animated animated news that interested me really um oh uh guardians uh, animated series yes they did announce that uh-huh we did get a not related not related to animation really but it's it's close enough that they did give us another trailer for the lego uh batman 3 game which is going which will have will have a lot of lantern centric ideas and worlds on it i mean even in the little clip you get to see uh I know, in general, I know that Bleeds and Arkillo are definitely in the game. I had heard before that uh, you, one of the worlds you're going to go to is Odom. I think you actually see a tro- I think you see Atrocitus in the uh, in the trailer. So you, they're going to be on Yasmalt. Uh, so that's kind of cool. But I don't think there was a whole lot of animated news, at least that would interest you or I. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, as far as the 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 big guns, um, I. D- was there any Constantine news? I don't remember hearing anything about Constantine. I don't think so. I don't remember reading anything new about it. Okay. So the main focus was on Gotham, Flash, and Arrow. Um, and 
Arrow and Flash kind of all shot their bolt before slash after Comic Con rather than during. Would you f- say that's a feel? That's a fair statement. I think that's most. I think that's pretty accurate. Yes, maybe. I'm not. Tr- I thought there was something they did for Arrow that was a little. But you're right. Almost almost everything I think had been kind of out there before. Yeah. At this point, for both shows. Uh, it was announced prior to Comic Con that uh, Brandon Routh. Uh, A.K.A. Superman from Superman Returns is going to be Ray Palmer in season three of Arrow, and um, he's uh, supposedly he is a uh, investor looking to purchase Queen Consolidated. That's that's uh, he, that's the role he'll be playing as he enters uh, the the cast. There, um, no word yet if he'll actually be the Atom. But Ray, he will be the character Ray Palmer, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I think that's uh, that's kind of out of left field. Uh, as a, so is the the uh, the news for Flash uh, about the character they're going to be bringing in. But uh, yeah, that the, the I think the Brandon Routh slash Ray Palmer thing is is more out of left field than the other one. They certainly seem to be doing a. They just seem to be doing or making a concerted effort, I should say, to world build in a. In their own way, pro- relatively quickly, uh, even though again they've kind of established now, unless they change, unless they reestablish something later, unless they retcon their own announcements and decisions, that the DC universe, the movie universe, and the TV universe are going to be separate. Mm-hmm. But they're certainly doing a lot in a sh- relatively short period of time in in the TV shows to try to a lot of inter interrelated and a lot of connective tissue between uh, Arrow and the Flash and Probably, well, it can't really be Gotham at some point because Gotham is essentially like a long, pro, long prequel to to Batman, really. Yeah. But they can still lay the groundwork with some characters. But at least between the Flash and Arrow, they're going to be having a lot of a lot of characters we know from from the comics, and it's kind of like a. I guess it's it probably. I guess it's similar, what in a way, to what they're doing in the movies, except it's going. It seems a lot more forced in the movies by throwing everybody into B- Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Even though, even if they though they may be in it for like two seconds, what well, we won't know. But it is, it's the same kind of thing. It's just unfortunate for the TV shows. You have the benefit of having, you know, thirteen, twenty episodes a year, depending on where you are, what channel, what kind of network you're on. So you get more room to lay out your world in a relatively straightforward, quick fashion. And you don't have to keep people waiting for years. So I guess they probably can. Maybe do it a little more incrementally, and it not, doesn't seem quite as forced, even though it's still coming relatively fast. Yeah, they 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 will be crossing over early in the season. I think like episode eight of Arrow or something like that will be a crossover between Flash and Arrow. Um, and uh, did you happen to see the image that showed up online of uh, of Arsenal for season three? Yes, I think it did actually. What did you think of that costume? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, not bad. I mean, definitely keeping in with the Arrowverse, but uh, definitely went out all out on the red and everything. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm, they say Arsenal. Uh, I don't know if he will be actually referred to as Arsenal or Red Arrow or you know what, but that's pretty cool. Um, and this was also announced before Comic Con, but Raish Al Ghul is the main villain of season three. So that's pretty awesome as well. Um, and the news coming out about uh, Flash prior to Comic-Con was that Robbie Amell, 
And if that name sounds familiar, that is because the, Robbie Amell is the cousin of Stephen Amell, who plays Oliver Queen on Arrow. Uh, I believe he's on a show called The Tomorrow People or something like that. Uh, Robbie Amell will be playing Ronnie Raymond on The Flash, a.k.a. Firestorm. One of that, my, should, that should make, I was going to say, that should make you happy. Uh, one of my favorite characters in the DC Universe. And it was also announced, although I don't remember where, um, that um, the other half of Ronnie Raymond will actually be Professor Martin Stein and not uh, Jason Rush. Um, now, I don't want to say that 100% sure because I know they announced Martin Stein, but I don't know if they actually said he'll be half of Firestorm. But Martin, uh, Martin Stein is in the show. So that's, there's, there's at least that. Um, speaking of The Flash, I actually saw the pilot, and I wrote a review over on our website if anybody wants to go take a look at that. It's relatively spoiler-free. I don't know if Mark's read it or not. <laughs> I'm not going to. Con- I don't want to ruin it for anybody, so I'm just going to sit here and say you should read read Chad's review. He he, he he's done good. <laughs> it, I am super passionate about it. Um, another, and I don't know if you can pull this up, Mark, because I didn't get a chance to post it in the particular website that I am looking at right now. Um, it was announced actually today, I believe, that a certain actor will be playing Wildcat on Arrow. Yes. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can pull that up. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. And, and, and it kind of shocked me because I was excited at first because I was like, oh, some wildcat is coming on the show. And then I saw the image of the guy, and he is a young, young guy. And yes. I, I don't know if I want wildcat to be a young guy. J.R. Ramirez. There you go. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it is I, kind of an odd choice because he definitely should be an older character. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I get that, you know, it's, he's, I guess he's not from Earth 2, so that doesn't play a factor. He's There's no JSA, I guess, in this universe, although that's not definitive. I mean, it makes sense, but when I think when I think Wildcat, I think, you know, trainer for the next generation. And I, I suppose he could still be training, like, Laurel and stuff like that. I think that's the speculation that he'll be training Laurel, um, which is Laurel Dinah Lance is her full name. Uh and and stuff like that, but I don't know. It just it, it uh, Wildcat always worked better to me as a as the the previous generation looking out for the next generation kind of a thing. But Arrow hasn't steered me wrong so far, so I guess I can't bitch too much. That's true. Uh, additionally, over in the Flash, uh, apparently William Sadler will appear as Simon Stagg in episode number two. For those of you who don't recognize the last name Stag, Stag is part of a corporation that is responsible for. Do you know, Mark? Not off the top of my head, though. Once you say it, I may jog something, but. Metamorpho. Ah, uh, no, I wouldn't have guessed that one. Yeah, uh, the the Stag name has ties to the origins of Metamorpho. Uh, Wentworth Miller has been cast as Captain Cold, which is awesome. Uh, and I'm trying to find. Find it over here. I think there was one other bit of news. Uh, not, not that I can see. Uh, there were several videos that I saw that were just vi- interviews with cast members and everything. Um, that was about that was about it on that side. Gotham had a little bit of news, I think. Um, but I think it was more just footage coming out, not necessarily any announcements. Uh, obviously, there will be a lot of uh, villains in play for that show. 
Um, but to my knowledge, there wasn't uh, a, a giant announcement. There was a cool picture that showed up with Grant Gust and Stephen Amell and the kid that will be playing uh, Bruce Wayne on Gotham. And it was all three of them together at Comic-Con, which is pretty cool to see. Uh, there was also a panel prior to Comic-Con, kind of loosely affiliated with Comic-Con, and I posted the link on our Facebook page, of Stephen Amell answering a fan's question about, you know, it's it's been announced that the movie-verse and the TV-verse will not be tying in together, uh, and, you know, Ollie won't, you know, Stephen Amell won't be playing Ollie on, in, 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 the, in the DC Cinematic Universe, so, you know, who would he like to see show up in the TV universe on his side? And he said that, his go-to answer was uh, was uh, Green Lantern. Now, Stephen has been known to tease things before, kind of vaguely, by answering questions. So I don't know if this means we'll be getting Green Lantern. It seems a little kind of much to hope uh, that Green Lantern will show up in this season, considering we're already getting Adam and Wildcat. Uh, but you know, a guy can dream. <laughs> or maybe that's maybe that's something they're just going to build towards. I mean. I don't know. It's oh, I would because I haven't gotten into Arrow yet. I'll, I would personally be more happy once we find out who's playing Green Lantern in the D, in the movies again. <laughs> <laughs> once we get that announcement, since at this point you, we we can kind of rest a little easier, unless you really don't like Hal. That it's probably going to be Hal since they announced that they're going to have a the Green Lantern and a Flash team up. Mm. So the only the only two that really works with would be Hal and Barry and or Wally and Kyle and we know it's not going to be like we mentioned before it's not it's, we know Wally's not going to be showing up anywhere so <laughs> not in any major role so so it it probably is a good sign that it's still going to be Hal the question is when they cast him so yeah. I like to go yeah, ahead no, no you go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, another cool bit of information from that video, I just wanted to share that that uh, interview with Stephen Amell, was someone asked him, you know, like, what are the, if he could play any other DC character, I think it was villain, not just character, who would he want to be? And he's like, Riddler. <laughs> no question, Riddler. <laughs> and he said, he was talking about a story that I think the night before at like 2 a.m., he shouted across the room at some event to Jeff Johns, Hey, Jeff! I want to be Riddler. Make it happen. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. So it's always good to have a fallback plan. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, and I hadn't really, I hadn't actually heard this. It's interesting about William Sadler though, because um, I like William Sadler to begin with, and by luck of the draw, he actually, he lives like right, he lives pretty close to us over here. We see him, we see him at the movie theater all the time. <laughs> All the time, William Sadler is here, is at our local theater. So, yeah, I, I don't really know specifically where he lives around here, but, but yep, he's been – so it's kind of interesting. Who knows, Chad? Maybe we can get an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Was there any news that came out that you're particularly interested in regarding um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I know they had, like, the car and everything there, but I don't – that to my knowledge, I don't remember hearing anything about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but they did Lucy Lawless, right? They announced Lucy Lawless yeah, was going to be on it. That is true. They did do that. That's about. That's the only thing that stood out to me for about about Agents of Shield uh, was who, the Lucy who is she, Lawless. Thing. Who is she playing? That I don't remember. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can pull it up. But I don't. But that was the major announcement. That uh, let's see if it says who she's going to play. 
Well, they did. They did. They actually did talk about the Agent Carter show, mm-hmm. which is that. I'm. I'm actually. More, I would be more likely to watch that. I think than than Shield, because I, I. I like. I like Peggy Carter's character to begin with. So and and, and she and obviously they've established that she's such a huge. Uh, she plays such a huge role in, in establishing Shield anyway. So it would be kind of curious to see what they do and again laying you know the connecting the dots between uh, the original Captain America movie and how they end up how Shield ends up forming and, and everything else. But let's see, do, 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 do. I did not see it yet, so let's assume that they didn't say who she's playing. But if I find it, then we'll mention it. All right. Well, move on to movies. Sure. Let's move on to movies. It's. Even though, I mean, there's definitely stuff to talk about with movies. I think, I think more than more than uh, TV probably, but it still was kind of a, as far as I was concerned, it still kind of was a little like a lackluster movie year. Mm-hmm. But what, what did, did you think? How did how did as a as a consensus, what did you think? Did was were you disappointed in stuff that came out of it? Without going before we go into the details, or were you? Is it what you expected? I was expecting some like footage and stuff like that, but. I think my big focus on Comic Con this year was comic news, and there wasn't a whole lot of it. So, yeah, I don't think, in all honesty, I don't think there was a whole lot of really, really, really like shock. Not well, shocking might be a strong word, but there wasn't. I don't think there was a great deal of interesting news that came out of Comic Con compared to many of the other years. Uh, so. Going into some specific, let's deal. Let's deal with. Um, let's deal with DC first. So DC, the WBDC uh, movie panel. They, they mentioned some of the other movies are going to be coming out with that. Pro- probably a lot of people, to be fair, don't have a great in- as much of an interest in as Batman and Superman. But they did talk about Jupiter Ascending, which is the Wachowskis movie, which was act- pushed back because that originally was supposed to be released this year. But it was pushed back. I don't think the special effects were anywhere close to being where they wanted it to be, so they pushed that back. Um, obviously, if they needed to do any reshoots, they'll be in trouble for a while since uh, Mila Kunis is about to pop, being pregnant. <laughs> they might. So, and they talked about Mad Max, the Tom Hardy Mad Max movie, which again could be interesting, but I don't know if there's a. If, I don't. I don't see a lot of people clamoring for that necessarily. They also. So the main focus, I think the main interest of people at the WB panel was any news about Bat- Batman versus Superman. The dawn of justice. So I guess for the most part, we got a, in a way it was a surprise because there was the Ben Affleck was there and Henry Cavill was there and Gail Godot was there. <laughs> so we got our first picture of Wonder Woman. And what did you th- what did you think about the about that outfit? Dark muted colors. But someone had made the uh, the the point online somewhere about well she is an Amazon and grew up as a warrior and trained that way. So why would a skilled warrior wear bright colors? <laughs> it kind of negates the whole purpose of you know stealth or anything like that. So I mean I guess that makes sense, but I don't know. I don't understand why all of I don't understand why this new DCCU cinematic universe uh, has to be so dark and muted. Yeah, I mean even though you think about it, most of most of Snyder's movies, Zack Snyder's movies, have been 
pretty dark. Well, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not negating that or forgetting that. I'm just saying. no. I know. I'm not saying you are. I'm just yeah. saying that it kind of goes it, it kind of goes with what he does. I mean, he makes he makes visually interesting movies, whether you necessarily like the plots of all his movies or not. But you go back to you know 300. Even 300 has a different look about it. But it but it's but there's a dark kind of a darkness to the movie. You know, at least from a plot point of view, if not all the if not just what you see on the screen. Obviously, Sucker Punch was a pretty dark movie related to what you see on the screen. So was Watchmen, but so was the source material. I don't know. I, I As a lot of people pointed out, it looks a little much too like Xena, you know? Yeah. Xena Warrior Princess, and I don't necessarily know if the picture of Gail Godot, uh, if it changed a lot of people's opinions on whether they think she's, you know, can physically look like she can pull a part off. I don't think it got people into a panic, uh, plus, again, about the colors, I mean, there's always a chance that as time goes on, you know, the costumes will evolve, since Lord knows we've seen that in pretty much every Marvel movie, pretty much some their costumes change. So there's no reason to think that, you know, maybe this is, especially if, depending on how much time uh, Diana spent off the island, you know, maybe as time goes on, she'll be, she'll change her, change her outfit to be more color-wise closer to what we know. But they show, but that, but that was one of the two big things that came out of that panel, along with the little little snippet of footage that they showed, which was a very. Have you seen this? Have you seen like the either the the clip or the stills from that? No. Batman, Superman. Oh, ba- oh, the the armored Batman with the spotlight. Bat signal. Yeah, yes, yeah. Be, yeah base, ba- basically, you see. First, you see a little bit, not a close-up, but you have you see the bat signal with an, uh, what it looks to be a relatively arm, he- heavily armored Batman with glowing eyes. Tur- he turns on the bat signal into the sky. Basically, Superman's up in the sky being illuminated by the bat signal. You see Batman staring up at him. You get a closer look, and he's like really kind of like bulk- bulked up in armor with his eyes glowing like more like, like yellow. And then you look up in the sky and you, and you see Superman and his eyes are glowing red like his heat vision's about to kick in. And right. that's pretty and that's pretty much all all the footage was. But then again, concerning the movie's not supposed to come out till 2016, I guess they really couldn't I think most I don't know if people were really expecting footage to begin with, but it seemed yeah. to go over fairly well though based on based on reaction. Yeah, it's kind of like Star Wars at this point. People are just hungry for anything. And plus the, ben- the benefit of so many people thinking it's going are having the vibe that this is going to be a uh, train wreck is that anything that show anything that comes out that makes it look like it may not be is a, it works in their favor. True. So I think on that level, I think that that panel, at least as far as just dealing with Batman and Superman, which to be fair, kind of was the only thing I think people really cared about in that panel. Uh, I feel, and it's kind of like I was thinking about this over the weekend because because I do things like this for whatever reason. That just the structure of, I mean, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't, depending. If you stuck Batman and Superman at the end, then you would have people sitting there kind of like not necessarily paying attention to the other stuff because you wanted to get to Batman and Superman. But if you put it first, and that's all people care about, it's kind of like when they when they stuck the trailer for episode one on, uh, oh God, now we just went totally blank. Uh, the, that Freddie Prince video game movie. Uh, it'll hit me in a second, probably. That when they when they stuck uh, the the episode one trailer on that, the first trailer 
And so and so many people just went to see the movie just to see the trailer and then walked out because <laughs> that's all they cared about. So they wouldn't necessarily literally walk out of the panel, but they would, but mentally they would kind of like they would kind of check out. Mm-hmm. So they kind of it was they were kind of doomed. Any other movie was going to be overshadowed. I think there was a little bit of from my my point of view, and this will also come. We'll talk about this when we get to Marvel in a few seconds. I was a little disappointed only because you would think while well, I didn't expect footage, you would think maybe they would have announced a little more casting because you still have a bunch of roles in the Justice League that still have to be filled. Mm-hmm. And it's, at the very least, because they kind of they you know because Dwayne Johnson just pretty much was out there and he. He, he literally was out there. I think he was there the first day at Comic-Con. I think the 24th he was out there. But previously when he was doing his interviews for Hercules, he's pretty much told us that he's going to be in the DC movie universe. And based on his full um, – the full interview, he's pretty clear that it's going to either be Shazam – it's going to be Captain Marvel slash Shazam or it's going to be Black Adam since he talks about the character being as strong as Superman. And at the end he just says, just say the word. That's all I have to say. So it's got to be. It's pretty much got. Almost has to be one of those two characters. So you would think. And he said the announcement would be coming soon. And it was. This, this was relatively close to Comic Con. So you think that they could have at least confirmed that, but they didn't. So there really was no more. There were. There was no. Um, no more d- news regarding any of the other movies that they're coming out with. There was no expanded casting. So I think on that level, I think people were a little disappointed. Yeah. You want to talk about Godzilla and. <laughs> That should have made you happy. Mothra and King Ghidorah. That's all I gotta say. And Rodan. And Rodan. Uh, and there will be a King Kong movie directed by the same director as uh, Godzilla. So yes. It was, uh, no, I don't think it was Godzilla. It was uh, wasn't it? Was the attack the block guy? I thought that they said something about it being the same guy who directed Godzilla. No, I, I think with Gareth Edwards. I think he's just he's just do. I think he's just doing the sequel. The Godzilla, because he's still got to do the Star Wars movie. He's supposed mm-hmm. to do one of the Star Wars. Uh, I saw there was being something about an attachment from the Godzilla movie to the King Kong movie, so I don't know if it's director or writer or what, or producer too. That could be it too. Yeah, it all depends if they're you know how they how they're going. Yeah, it says Joe Cornish. Yeah, Joe Cornish is the one who's supposed to be. Uh, only because I saw it today. That's the only reason why it stood out. Um, now the question, now the Skull Island thing to me is interesting because I and I think I'm. I don't know if I had mentioned it to you, but I was over. It was during the holidays actually because I had heard about this. I guess it originally was a graphic novel, though the Kindle version is essentially just you know it's just a book when you're reading it. That I think, oh God, I think it's Kong, King of Skull Island, was a was a book. It was actually commissioned, I think, by uh, it was a it's like a. a by the uh, Coop, was it the Cooper? Like the Cooper family or whatever, who, who owns the rights, the original rights to to, D, to uh, King Kong. But they, uh, but the, 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 that book was kind of a, a sequel and a prequel all wrapped in one. Which I don't know if this is going to be, but it had to do with the deal with Carl Denham's son, because uh, that his father disappeared shortly after the events of King Kong, and he ended up going to look for him. And he ends up and he ends up back on Skull. He ends up on Skull Island, and he basically finds he finds out while he's looking for his father. He basically finds out the history of King Kong and and what happened on the island, which is which was kind of a, to me anyway was an interesting story. How how 
and it, which further re- further reestablishes the fact that King Kong is the last of his kind. That didn't start out that way, in, even in the story, that he still had a mother and a father, but it relates to a lot of different things. So I'm not 100% sure if that, if that if that's the template that they're using, but if they do something like that, it could be interesting. Plus, anytime you get to see more King Kong, since you can't really do a sequel. <laughs> Not a true sequel, unless you wanted to do like the whole Son of Kong thing, but most people don't like, you know, that's kind of sloppy seconds, if you will, compared to the original idea. Now, the question is how much interest there's going to be for that, because even though I, I like the Peter Jackson version, it certainly was very, very long. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that turned some people off, and it, it also didn't help probably that it was hyped so much because of coming after Lord of the Rings and everything. I liked it. I think he did a really good... I think he did a really good version, certainly as far as relating to the the end of the movie, especially with Kong on the Empire State Building. I think that was the best, probably the best version and the version you cared about the most as far as the relationship with him and Anne, that I think they did the best version, best version of that. But again, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm, what kind of interest is going to be in that movie as a whole, but I, I thought that was kind of surprising and I'm, I'm interested in it anyway. But the Godzilla, the Godzilla news was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought because I, obviously one of the big bigger complaints about the 2014 Godzilla was the fact that there wasn't enough action, or no, to, except towards the end, and there and the monsters were in it. But so it'll be interesting to also it'll be interesting to see if they're going to be, you know, how how the dynamics going to be. They're all going to be fighting each other. They're going to be teaming up. You know, so logically, based on history, you would think you know, you know. Ghidorah, Ghidra, that's going to be the bad guy, and everybody else will team up against him. But maybe that's not the way it's going to be, or maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll all fight amongst themselves until Ghidorah shows up, and then they'll team up. So it'll be interesting, but I think I think it'll raise the interest for that for the movie, and it'll increase the want to see factor based on having more monsters in it. I'm just waiting for Ankira to show up, <laughs> or King Caesar, or whatever. Oh God. <laughs> The do- a jumping dog and and Jet Jaguar baby. Oh, moving Meanwhile, on. Jet Jaguar. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, do Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. Mar- Marvel was an intro. Marvel was kind of interesting again on some levels because I think, actually on many levels, I think Marvel was pretty dis- was very disappointing on my per- on a personal level that we because we didn't get any major we got one quote unquote major announcement which was that the Guardians of the Galaxy sequel that they've they've already announced that the Guardians of the Galaxy sequel is going to be coming out on July 28th 2017 so they've already announced that which is kind of which is kind of interesting because well 3 years i guess isn't a bad time it's kind of a normal diff, 2 to 3 years is normal between uh, movies and their sequels so i guess that's not that surprising Based on the reviews, based on clearly, uh, based on tracking, they must know that it's going to do very, very well domestically. So I guess they, at this point, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that the movie is going to be successful. So, and they probably were always planning to do a second one, unless they really absolutely tanked. But other than that, we really did not get any news regarding Marvel's future. Um, there was a little bit about Ant Man because of the fact that they had, you know, they had Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas, and of course there was news bef- about Ant Man before, since a couple of cast members, including Patrick Wilson, dropped out for different reasons. And of course Ant Man at the Ant Man, which is kind of ironic because Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of the one was a big risk for them heading in, 
and now it looks like it's going to be they're going to be fine. They're going to sail right through that little potential speed bump. Right now, Ant Man looks like their big speed bump. Because <laughs> that movie, if there's one more, what? Ironically. Ironically. <laughs> Ant Man is the Ant- big speed bump. He's a big speed bump. <laughs> Goliath. Uh, Yellow Jacket, whatever he calls himself this week, even though Yellow Jacket's actually in the movie too, even though it's not going to be either one of them playing it. Um, yeah. That Ant Man seems to be their big. Now Ant Man becomes their big problem child since between the script rewrites and changing directors and losing cast members. That this, other than having Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd as, an, as a very, I think, f- formidable and, and very likable uh, team at the top of the picture, it really looks. The movie really – if there's a one Marvel movie that at least at the moment has train wreck written on it, it's Ant-Man just because of the, everything it took to get us to the point of announcing it and you know, the, and then having the director who was attached to it for so long and he ends up leaving and the script was supposedly horrible being rewritten again. I'm. It'll probably turn out okay because so far, much like the Lannisters, everything Marvel touches – Marvel shits gold at this point. <laughs> but, if, but Ant-Man seems to – now, the one thing that helps Ant-Man is the fact that if there's going to be an Avengers bump, which there probably will be, into into wave, I mean, excuse me, into phase three, well, Ant-Man should get the, a huge part of it because Ant-Man is the first movie that's going to come out after Avengers 2. <laughs> so that's the one thing that works in its favor. But but other than some news about Ant-Man, we, got, we pretty much – we didn't get anything. We didn't get any announcements of any new movies, any confirmation of any new movies – Lots of lots of speculation about Doctor Doctor Strange. I think is a given. They've kind of they've they've tap danced around it enough that it's pretty. And the rumors have been out there for a long time that Doc they want Doctor Strange in a way to kind of be. I think they want him to kind of be almost like the Nick Fury. I think of Phase Three that he's going to be some kind of kind of connective tissue. I think between a lot of the movies in Phase Three. So I think it's not surprising that Doctor Strange is going to be out there, um, they, but they've yet to. I don't think they've officially given it a release date, and they certainly haven't cast anybody in the movie yet. So that Black Panther is another one that's heavily, heavily rumored, but again, no, no announcement, no release date, no cast. Uh, other than that, it's pretty much pure speculation. I mean, they think uh, we know Cap Cap Three is the only other official, uh, officially announced Marvel movie with a release date. That's supposed to open on May 6th, 2016, which at the moment was still put it going head-to-head with Batman vs. Superman. The odds are something. One of those movies will move. Um, probably Batman vs. Superman because they, af- they can't afford to they – the, they need the hit bigger than Marvel does. <laughs> so they can't afford a diluted box office, especially when Man of Steel actually, at least domestically, did not do nearly as much as they, I think they were originally hoping for. But other than Cap 3, there's nothing really confirmed. I mean, there's rumors of Thor 3. Obviously, Robert Downey Jr. has been talking lately to make it sound like the possibility of doing Iron Man 4 is much greater than probably people thought not too long ago. That there's probably a much greater possibility that depending on on the concept, hopefully the script this time too, besides, of course, how much money they're willing to back, back up in the truck to drop, <laughs> drop off at his house, that he'd be willing to do Another one, another solo movie. There's talk about a Hulk movie for the first time in a while. Probably assuming people respond to the Hulk as well as they do, as well as they did after the first Avengers, if they respond to the Hulk as well after Age of Ultron, which is supposed to be 
I'm not going to say very Hulk centric, but the Hulk supposedly has a big role in it, much like Hawkeye. I think they, uh, Joss Whedon is kind of pointed in a way, trying to give people something that they haven't seen literally in a while. That, that, that the two characters you really haven't seen any of, the Hulk and Hawkeye, since the last Avengers movie, are supposed to have much more expanded roles in the sequel. Other than, of course, other than knowing for a fact that there's going to be Avengers 3 and everything seems to point clearly now to the Infinity Gauntlet or a variation on that theme being the third Avengers movie. There's still no real, like I said, it's all picking picking and choosing now about where these movies are going to come out since they have movies kind of announced. They actually have dates, I think, all the way to 2019 now. But the question is, you know, what's what's going to go where? So before we go into what they actually showed us about Age of Ultron. What did you What do you think about what I've been rambling about? I mean, I think you're right. There wasn't so much. I mean, it was just cool to see, like, video of all the cast getting on stage minus Scarlett Johansson. So, but I'm assuming she was doing Lucy promotion. No, she's another one who's about to pop. Oh, she's okay. pregnant, too. She and Mila Kunis are both in the, both in the same boat. She's about... She may have been doing... She, I think she, she had a video. She recorded something, but... But the, but I think yeah I think she's very very pregnant at this point too, so yeah. that's probably the main reason she wasn't there. I mean otherwise I, I mean I'm gonna go see it. Um, as for whatever reason I thought it was coming out in 2016. <laughs> Which so, one? Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh yeah, that's that's next May, May first. Yeah. So I'll be seeing it w- w- while I'm living here in this apartment. So that's cool. <laughs> And, of course, related to Age of Ultron, much like the Batman-Superman footage. And again, I think this is kind of why I was a little disappointed by the Marvel news or the Marvel panel. Because DC has DC has time, even though DC obviously in the head-to-head, in the uh, arms race with Marvel, they are way behind. We know that. But they have time to build this up because next year should be – well, next year is going to be between them and, and Star Wars as far as the movies people are going to care about the most during Comic-Con. So if there's going to be one year where Marvel's probably going to be overshadowed a little at Comic-Con, next year would be the year, which is also probably why Marvel didn't announce as much as they did. I think, I would suspect, just from a marketing point of view, that if they, if they have more stuff to announce next year, then it can help steal the thunder away from DC. Uh, obviously, they don't need to steal the thunder away from Star Wars, Pars- if for no other reason, since they're owned by the same company, <laughs> but it'll help t- dilute some of the attention away from DC. So that might have been some of the reason. But it, I guess personally, I was a little disappointed because basically this was the big, this was their Comic Con because of the fact that their movies, you know, the Avengers will be out by May, so that had not- really nothing to do with next year's Comic Con. So I, th- so I guess I was kind of hoping there'd be a little bit more, even if there was. I mean, yeah, you have Josh Josh Brolin showed up, who's now voicing Thanos in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, obviously, barring anything unforeseen, will be carrying forth and doing playing that role later on when he takes on the Avengers. So, other than him showing up with his little rubber Infinity Gauntlet on his hand, that the only thing of real, I think, of real interest was the fact that they did show a little bit of footage. And even the footage to me was disappointing if, if for no other reason because I had heard part of it before. It, this was kind of – I think this was rumored that this footage was going to be something that either they were going to show at Comic-Con or, or that was just what footage they had been showing or, to people behind the scenes. And that's essentially the Avengers at – the Avengers are at you know, Avengers Mansion at Tony and I think uh, 
Rhodey and basically all, all the all, I think almost all, all the Avengers are there pretty much not in uniform just chilling out having drinks playing around uh, and trying before the first version a version of Ultron basically shows up and attacks them it's they're kind of all sitting there goofing around and they're trying to lift Thor's hammer <laughs> which is kind of funny on some level and except for the fact that they have cap tr- and I think you and I have talked about this they have cap actually try to lift it and he moves it a little, but he doesn't. But he can lift it. And I'm sure it's a plot point. I'm sure they were only doing it because at some point, either out of complete necessity or because Thor is incapacitated or maybe because even though Cap is so worthy to begin with, it's kind of hard to imagine him being more worthy, doing something that makes him more worthy when he's not, quote-unquote, now. But it's probably just a plot point. So somewhere, if not in Age of Ultron, but in the third Avengers movie, he will actually pick it up and, and wield it. But it kind of dis- – I would ra- – it's just a – I'm just a stickler. He's like Captain America should be able to lift up Thor's hammer and to have him try it and, f- and may have move it, it's nice. But to have him fail, I would rather him not even try it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd rather him just pass on it and not even and not even bother. Of course, you know, the Iron Man tries to lift it and he can. He tries to – he puts his – like one of the gauntlets on from his suit and he can't do it. It's like I, – I mean I could kind of understand that in a way kind of like as a drunk – if they're all hanging around drunk or something, I could kind of see everybody trying to try like the sword and stone kind of thing. But but Cap wouldn't be like that anyway. So I kind of I don't know. That's just a, that's a little pet that's a little pet peeve of mine. But I kind of I was really hoping when I first heard rumors about that that they, this was part of the scene. This was a scene that was in the movie that they would change that part and not have Cap lifted and or try to lift it then. But I suspect, it, like I said, I suspect it's a plot point, which is probably why it's going to be there. Just so later on, when he lifts it, it, it kind of seems like a surprise. But I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna anger a few fanboys, if you will, that when they know Thor, I mean Cap should be able to lift it. Yeah, the only the only news uh, the only news out of Marvel, and it wasn't even really news, uh, and it didn't even have anything to do with Comic Con that I really liked was I am super excited for Guardians of the Galaxy now. I think even Rotten Tomatoes, as of right now, still has a hundred percent rating for it. Based it's, on people, it was close. It had. I know it had. It actually had has dropped a tad. It's down to ninety-two. Okay, but that's only three. But but that's only three Rotten reviews out of forty so far. So that's that's still pretty good. That's right near. That's in Planet of the Apes territory right now. It's still kind of hovering. So. Yeah, and I'm super excited for Guardians now. So, um, I, is that it for Marvel news? I'm trying. I'm. I'm trying to think if we overlooked anything from Marvel. I don't. Th- I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that. Pr- I think that does cover it. I think. Yeah, I think that that pretty much does cover all the major. I think certainly the movie news, but hope hopefully there'll be there'll be more coming. And um, the one thing that is kind of interesting up to this point is since we are, this is the Tuesday before Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, that as of now, I don't think there's. There's been any confirmation about what the uh, credit scene is? No. I think they've done a really good. Even pre, co- no, no pre-screening has had the credit scene. Because I think they were working on it relatively re- recently, is what I heard. That it was something they were putting together, kind of towards. But I've also heard that it's something that I think it might not necessarily be as related. It might be more Guardians of the Galaxy related in that little universe or the mini universe as opposed to tying it into the other Marvel movies as a whole. Mm-hmm. So it might be, but that's what the that's I think what that's what I think the assertion was. Of course, that could be a red herring, and it could turn out to not yeah. to be that. 
but I but they so far have kept a really good really done a really good job of keeping it quiet. Now that could mean that could just raise the bar, of course, and people could be disappointed in the. But if the movie is as good as seemingly it's going to be, that I think that's it's not like that's going to derail anything whatsoever. <laughs> um, a little bit of comic news. Uh, is it, do you have anything on the comic side? The actual comic books are. Not off the top of my head, but if you say something, maybe it'll jog something that I... Just just three things I found interesting. Mike Norton tweeted out a uh, teaser image for uh, Revival, a series I've been enjoying and that I've kind of fallen behind on, but I need to catch up. It's basically one of the characters. You can't see her face, but uh, for, it's basically from the chest to the thighs, but she's pregnant and her stomach is sticking out, and you can see... This uh, one of the characters in the in the comic book is this ghastly white ghost alien looking thing, and there's a baby fetus version of that in their stomach, and it says death is not the end, it's just the beginning, which you know made me really want to get back into revival and catch up. Uh, another thing was an image uh, of uh, an image from Image uh, <laughs> of a uh, series called Tokyo Ghost by Rick Remender and Matt Hollingsworth. And Sean Murphy of Punk Rock Jesus fame. Uh, and uh, it's really cool. It's full color uh, Sean Murphy artwork, which is enough to get me in no matter what the story's about. So I'm definitely excited just by seeing the, the teaser image of the art of that. And last but not least, not necessarily comic related, but the greatest comic book quiz in the multiverse by David Golding. Uh, no internal images or test questions, like a preview questions or anything like that, but I think it's cool. I haven't seen something like this on the shelves before, um, and it says it's out in August. Uh, no idea who it's coming out from, but it's something I saw online. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Do you want to end with the, uh, Lego news? Ah, yes, the Lego news. So I, probably not surprising based on the Batman Lego game, which we kind of, ref- what we definitely referred to earlier in the episode, that we're going to get our first official. Though of course, Batman has to be there too. You can't have a, you can't have anything in the DC universe without that damn Batman. <laughs> that is going to be a Batman Lego. Set, I mean, a Green Lantern themed Lego set with him and Sinestro, Cal as Green Lantern, Sinestro. And what were your thoughts? Why don't you t- why don't you tell why don't you tell the people what the sh- their ships, kind of essentially, right? If I remember correctly, a, a, for the picture, a, a ship. A ship. Um, first of all, it's uh, Space Batman. So he's got his white, white armor, right? Yeah, his white armor with the wingspan and everything. It is a green fighter jet made of translucent green, black, solid green, and grayish parts of, of, a, of a kind of a jet slash spaceship um, and what looks like uh, Sinestro has a containment chamber for what looks like a power battery would you say that's a power battery in there I think so I want to see I want to get a no, I want to get a close-up picture of it just to double check um, I'm excited about it obviously Um it's going to be one of those $20 sets, so that's good. That's good. Um, but the only the only uh, gripe I have is that the um, 
entire ship is not translucent green. Like, every single piece should be translucent green to me. Now, I know that the uh, Owens, uh, or, I mean, in the, uh, the, the Green Lantern Corps has, like, sector houses, and they do have ships and stuff like that, but I thought, it, I think... I mean, I think it would be cool to have a completely translucent green ship plane for Hal to fly. But right. I'm just, I'm just happy to have official Green Lantern Legos. Oh, absolutely! I think and a non Billy D Sinestro. Yes, <laughs> without missing a hand or an arm either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I. I agree. It definitely it definitely takes away from the uh, construct feel by only having a few pieces of it be uh, translucent. I think it does. I think it does do take away from that. Sinestro's hair is kind of funny because somebody somebody pointed posted on a, on a, a different website that it, it kind of makes him look like Paulie D from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> so we can't we, so we can't have it's like we can't win either we get we get Billy D Sinestro or we get Pauly D Sinestro <laughs> how about how about I take my Billy D Sinestro's hair and put it on my Pauly D Sinestro <laughs> Jesus yeah um yeah I think so that's that is pretty cool though I think it's and one of the, I think one of the more the more interesting things again about it is the fact that it should this should be the first you would assume this will be the first of now many. several I don't I don't want to say I was going to say many but I don't want to be too optimistic because we know it's still going to be friggin Batman 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 uh, dominated but it hopefully will be the first of many sets especially since Batman 3 uh, the Beyond Gotham uh, game is going to be heavily related to Green Lantern as far as they're going to be going to all these different Lantern worlds and there's going to be many other uh, Lantern Corps members that are going to be in the game. So you would think it should open the door for a whole bunch of more Lego sets down the road and more official minifigs. Green Lantern Batman. <laughs> That's possible too. <laughs> or Sinestro Corps Batman. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Star Sapphire Batman. Yeah, in the thong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about from San Diego? I'm just trying to think if there was anything else of of relevance that we. I thought. Yeah, I think overall it was. It's a relatively. I thought it was a pretty quiet Comic Con. Yeah, and I stayed fairly up to date with it. I kept going to Twitter and checking out all the photos and uh, and. Uh, uh, post regarding hashtag SDCC just to see what was going on. I mean, I saw a couple cool things. Like one of them was the chick who plays Arya was wandering around the con floor in a regular, regular clothes, but a Spider-Man mask over her head so she could check out the uh, con floor with nobody knowing who she was. So that was kind of cool, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, there was there were some there were some things like that. that I th- but I, I I just think as far as there have been certainly more. Much more interesting Comic Cons as far as either the news, Absolutely. and I think that kind of. I was a little disappointed. I did pay, I did pay attention to especially to, the Marvel one. I think I got home. The Marvel one had already started our time, Eastern Standard Time, 
but I went to like Newsarama and it was and they did the live feed or whatever the lot you know, the, the the chat update about what was going on. So I've kind of paid attention to that, um, and I think I did the same with the with the with the WB one too. At least through Batman, once ba- once the Batman Superman stuff was had ended, I probably I didn't really care yeah. all that much. But no, I was yeah. It's 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 pretty disappointing and. We're just not in a big Green Lantern time for us right now, so so not not like the glory days of like 2009 and things like that, where so much of there was so much going on related to Green Lantern, either in, the, in comic news and building towards movie news, and I don't know, it's kind of like going through withdrawal. Yeah. Well, um, I guess that's it for this time around. No, no feedback. We wanted to keep this a relatively short, contained episode. Uh, next episode, we will get back to reviews, and we're wrapping up uh, Uprising, right? Yes, indeed. And everyone, including ourselves, will be quite happy to put Uprising to bed. <laughs> so happy we might even sing about it. We might. We might. We just might very well <laughs> sing about it. And it, and as Chad and I talked about earl- earlier, and this and this could, maybe could be our our official uh, slogan on if they want our review of the of the graphic novel, they could slap this on it that. If only in the real world, all uprisings could be put down as easily as this one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If people want to uh, maim us or, or call us out, how do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> they can they can, can call us. They can find our Facebook page and swear at us. <laughs> they can bitch at us live on Facebook. Um, you can visit. You could contact us. You can email us at lanterncast at gmail.com. Lanterncast at gmail.com. Visit our website, lanterncast.com, with our uh, comic reviews, movie reviews, forums, products of the week. You name it, we got it. Come see us. You can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Use hashtag GLCast to find us on both. We are on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you like us on iTunes, please leave us a positive review. Last but not least, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, call us at 708-LANTERN. 708-LANTERN! And let us know what you think. And, and probably probably next episode we'll, we'll do some feedback, right? Yes, absolutely. Catching up on some feedbacks. Um, so, yeah, we'll do that. And uh, some Derlin talk. And uh, then... Uh, I guess some more reviews after that, but we'll figure out what we're doing uh, in, in what order. Uh, so you guys, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. No, it was self-contained. No, maybe, I know there's probably not too much uh, enthusiasm uh, in there. Just because, I mean, just like Mark said, it was really slow news kind of a Comic-Con. Um, not a whole lot exciting really happening, so, but... You know, it's it's the biggest con event of the year, so you got to talk about it. And uh, you know, at the very least, we wanted to talk about uh, the Green Lantern Lego set. And it's we can't really have a five minute episode. <laughs> yeah, mini episodes. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, nothing uh, important to talk about for San Diego, but uh, there's this Lego. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's coming out here. Here's the price point. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> episode one ninety one point five. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Good night, everybody. Good night.
I realized when I became a reformed alcoholic, I said, hey, I'm the same asshole. I just have fewer dents in my car. <laughs> and then there are your friends who smoke marijuana going, John, man, alcohol's a crutch. <laughs> really? Really, Captain Herbal Life? <laughs> really? God. You just macrameed your ass into the couch and you're giving me shit? <laughs> Remember when you get so stoned you can actually see a fly in space going... Mm. <laughs> and when you get stoned, your discretion goes out the window. You could be eating kitty litter going, mm, this is crunchy, man. <laughs> and the horrible thing is people who get stoned try and get their animals stoned to make them feel better. <laughs> it's not bad enough that you proved that Darwin was wrong. You're going to take the whole family with you. There's your dog going, please don't do this to me. I've just learned to lick my own genitals. Leave me alone. Don't do this to me. And your dog, you're going to go, hey, Farfel. Dog, whoa, my tail, my tail. Don't do it. Don't push him back down the food chain. Don't do that. And don't mess with your cat because he's looking at you like, give it your best shot, man. I've been doing catnip since the day I was goddamn born. <laughs> Come on, you blow it in his face. He's like, all of a sudden he's Ram Kitty. <laughs> he looks at you like the first thing I'm gonna do, man, is climb you like a goddamn curtain. <laughs> then the double dismount. <laughs> then 15 times around the house real quick. <laughs> Scare the shit out of the kid. <laughs> then outside by the window making this noise. <laughs> Like a baby in a blender. <laughs> and you're inside stone going, oh, God, help me now. <laughs> and the next thing is you start to get hungry. You think you can leave the house, you liar. <laughs> you think, I'm going to be fine, man. I've got I to leave the house. I'm going to be okay. If you could just find your goddamn feet, yeah, you'll be okay. <laughs> then you think you can drive. You think, yeah, I'll be okay. I'll drive. I'll drive. I'll be okay. And you have one of those new Japanese cars where you open the door and it goes, your door is open. <laughs> And if you're stoned, you're going, I knew that. <laughs> so you get in the car, you think, yes, I'm now, I've got it. I'm, oh, the keys, okay, fine, the keys, fine. Okay, reverse, fine, okay. <laughs> then you're going down the freeway, you think you're traveling at light speed. You think Scotty's sitting next to you going, Jim, you can't push it any faster. <laughs> it's just a Chevrolet, Jim. Don't drive it over the edge. <laughs> Your hair's blowing in the wind, and the window isn't even open. <laughs> You're that stone. You turn on the radio. You understand everything. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly on the radio, man stoned on freeway. How do they know? How do they know? God damn it. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. Suddenly in the rear of your mirror, red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. How patriotic. Yeah. Shit, the police. Eat everything in the ashtray. Eat everything in the ashtray. <laughs> Oh, God, oh, pull it over, pull it over. All of a sudden, you start rehearsing. What seems to be the problem, officer? What seems to be the problem, officer? What seems to be the problem? I'm fine. I'm fine. What seems to be the problem? Nice day, officer. What seems to be the problem? Usually, you're stopped by a motorcycle cop. He gets off his bike like... God, am I incredibly well endowed. I'll get your door. There you go. From inside your car comes this Colombian sauna like... Suddenly he's going, I'm hungry, I don't know why. <laughs> You're looking at him. You've rehearsed your line. What seems to be the problem? What seems to be the problem? You look at him and go, Can we do blah, 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 blah? <laughs> uh, And as you look at him, his face turns into a cheeseburger. You lunge! 
Next thing you know, you end up in a cell. Going, Please don't hurt me. But the truth is, you wake up and you're still on the couch at home. 